your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! We're going to get into our little topical discussion, uh, me and Mickey here, and uh, just with you coming on this trip that you were telling me about uh, to this arcade in Tennessee, it just had my wheels spinning as far as uh, getting into our experience, our history with arcades, and and even with the article that was just released uh, today about the mall and what would our you know favorite places to go in the mall was, mine was always the arcade. I had to hit the arcade and, and play a few games while mom was at the fashion bug or something. So uh, I thought it would be fun. Let's just do a, a little stroll through time and, and go back into the arcade and, and find out what we were spending the most quarters on as kids. So what's one that you just, if you had in your home now, you would be like, in a corner somewhere and your wife would be screaming at you to, to take out the trash and the kids would be screaming at you to take him to karate and get off the thing. <laughs> uh, Ooh, probably cruising USA, which I know that was more of a early nineties, mid nineties game, but we had it where I worked and I would go get a pocket full of quarters on my lunch hour and just play all the way through the game. Day after day after day. <laughs> now that was but, fun. That was that was the one where you're sitting. You had the actual cockpit, right? You're sitting yeah. down. And did the wheel kind of move like outrun when you're going over hills and stuff? And uh, no, remember? I don't believe it did. I don't. I don't believe it did. But you know, yeah. you had like all these different cities where the race courses and right, easy right. and hard and, and stuff. But you know, growing up. I think I gravitated towards the racing or the driving games, but the mall was a good distance away from us. So getting to an actual arcade was almost just like a once a year thing. Mm-hmm. My arcade game experiences came from Kmart and Roses and other department stores that had one or two machines up front past the checkouts. Gotcha. And, and those were typically your pole position and uh, Ivan Stewart, super off-road, oh, yes. uh, super chase HQ, uh, a lot of driving games. So uh-huh. that's what I really gravitated towards. But I want to tell you something that's going to make you jealous. Okay. And that's going to make everybody listening to this very jealous. The house I grew up in, the basement was divided. Half was living room. You went through a doorway and it opened up to my dad's office slash recreation room. We had a full-size Wizard of Oz pinball game the whole time I was a kid that oh took no quarters. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. oh wow i am very jealous i love me some pinball now i never gravitated towards the pinball games when i saw games out because i had one at home i was going for the other games that i Uh didn't have at home that makes sense i did like the driving games we had a pole position at our roller skating rink okay if you've ever you know how hard pole position is and Mm -hmm. if you've got roller skates on trying to hit the pedal It was impossible, man, because you'd get on there and then your foot would slip off and you'd slow down, you know, which actually was probably a good thing around those turns on pole position. But I always thought that was the weirdest thing I did. I now outrun. I mentioned we had a stand up outrun at the arcade at our mall 
that I went to a lot. And it was just cool because the wheel did shake back and forth when you get into the sand and the dust and before you hit that tree and you flip and your girlfriend goes flying, you know, out of the car. <laughs> but uh, OutRun, oh my gosh, I loved OutRun. And it just was simple. You know, it, it was kind of in that same viewing as uh, Super Hang On. If you've ever played that and had the one you actually set on the yeah. motorcycle, you know, mm-hmm. it was this, just that same style. But I never got into like a cockpit OutRun. I don't think I've ever have. It was always the cabinet version. Yeah, I don't um, believe I have either. Uh, where I couldn't go to the mall when, you know, we used to go once a year and that was around Christmas and mom mm-hmm. would do her shopping and the arcade at the mall was for years called, uh, uh, the gold rush and it had, or no, I'm sorry, the gold mine and it, the exterior facade looked like you was entering a mine shaft mm-hmm. and then it became tilt with neon lights and stuff. So I had to play at department stores and there's a, a small chain of department stores around here where there used to be. It's called magic Mart. They had like six stores. They had arcade games that I never seen anywhere else, and that drew my attention more than any others. Mm-hmm. Now you got to think this is late eighties, early nineties, but they had <clears throat> uh, King of the Monsters, which as an arcade game was awesome. Mm-hmm. They had Sunset Riders, that uh, uh, Western side scrolling thing. It was pretty good, and they had one that I never got to play for whatever reason, but Pit Fighter. It always intrigued me. It looked like Mortal Kombat, but it was Pit Fighter. Mm-hmm. But they had, uh, gosh, the whole existence of that store, they had a Mrs. Pac-Man machine there. And no matter what year it was or what era or how popular or not popular it was, it was always there. So I got to play a lot of Pac-Man or <laughs> Mrs. Pac-Man. Mrs. Pac-Man, yes. I had, my experience was, uh, I had a little bit of everything, really. Because we had, uh, I remember there being a couple games at Pizza Hut. There was this little hole-in-the-wall dairy called the Blue Cow that had a couple games there. It had the uh, karate, uh, was it Karate Champ and 10-Yard Fight. I remember playing oh. that there. Another local uh, sub shop, Sid Subs, which still is in existence. They had a 1942, and they had a cocktail Pac-Man. And they had one of my favorites, which was Rolling Thunder. That's where you're, uh, you're the like secret agent. You get a pistol to start out with, and you're shooting the guys in the hoods. <laughs> oh like yeah, the shooting. Hood. Yeah. Um, the shooting games were always great too. Uh, yeah. What was that one? Uh, Lethal Enforcer. I used to love Lethal Enforcer in the mid '90s. Uh, taking down the bank robbers and all that stuff. Gotcha. So yeah, I there were several uh, games that I would get to in the local places, and then we had. Uh, one in uh, the mall that had uh, outrun uh, had a couple more here on my list that I played had the uh, the WWF superstars and what was cool about that arcade is so they had a soda machine inside right and if you bought a soda for 50 cents they put a token on the little tab so you got a free play when you oh. bought a soda so in, it was a token place. You go in and you you know pop your dollars in your quarters and you get the, the tokens. So you got a free play when you bought a soda. So you had your Pepsi, Coke, whatever. It was probably Pepsi being up north. Buy your Pepsi and you get a free play with it. So I thought that was a really fun concept. And then uh, my buddy Wyatt and I, I've known since fourth grade, we had a little hangout joint 
near his house, and they had a little game room with a pool table. They had a couple pinball, and then they had uh, like three or four arcade machines as well, and a uh, 45 record jukebox that you could oh. get two songs for a quarter. Oh. So we were just we, it was it was heaven, man. In our like junior senior years in high school, we would go there almost every weekend. But and we it was mainly we had the place to ourselves. There was hardly anybody else in there. It, it seemed like at least. So we had a fun experience like that as well. So I got I got it all, man. <laughs> I almost flunked out of my freshman year in college because in the snack room there was a there was a couple games, but they had Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. <laughs> and we would be playing that and people would walk up and slap quarters on the screen, you know, calling next. Yep, yep. And they would, they would line up from both sides of the screen and almost touch in the middle. There were so many people waiting. <laughs> wow. And, uh, gosh, we had so much fun back then. The, the college actually sponsored once a year, a tournament for that, that was free to enter. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Nice. We didn't, we, well, I never had that in college. We had a little, uh, room we called the dungeon that we had one little like 19 inch tv down there that we'd go down there and watch the uh the monday night wars in wrestling and uh <laughs> that was that was about the uh the most bonding we had with the whole dorm you know we get like about 25 guys watching flipping back and forth too between raw and <laughs> nitro <laughs> it got some it got some pretty intense moments but that's cool man i i remember that happening some there was a game I can't remember it now that it was almost like a projection 3d. And I know it took at least 50 cents. It might've been like a dollar or something, but that thing flocked people in like nobody's business. It looked like you were, had like little, uh, actors that, you know, acted out the part. It was almost like dragon's lair, but it had mm-hmm. like real people. And well, I can't remember the name fighter. of it. Mm-hmm. Pit Fighter that I'm talking about had graphics like that. I don't know. Maybe that's why I never played it. Maybe it was a more expensive machine. Yeah. I was always like, I want to get on one when I can go like multiple levels on one quarter. And well, I spent my teenage years working at a grocery store and we had consoles. So I had disposable income. Then every break and lunch hour, every day you worked was spent out there with wasting all your paycheck right there in the building on the video games. (laughs) We at that uh, that little game room that we go to, they had a heavy barrel. Heavy barrel is one of my favorites, and I got to the point where if I didn't beat the game on one quarter, I was pissed off because <laughs> <laughs> I it got to be that that game I always went to every weekend. We were up there, and I got better and better and better at it. It's the, it's the game where you've got that multi directional joystick, so you can turn it. 360 degrees to turn your character on. It was like Akari Warriors, if you remember that one, too. And then you collected all of these pieces to this huge gun, and you had the little picture of it at the top. And once you got the last piece, you heard this big, heavy barrel! And you got this gun that was like like five inches longer than your actual character, and it wiped out the whole screen for like two minutes. You could just... The whole time. And you had like two minutes with it. And just destroy everything in your path. Oh my gosh, I loved Heavy Barrel so much. <laughs> so that was one of the ones that uh, that I went back to. What's another one that was kind of your go-to? Uh, what was the one? 
street is like street fighter but with uh was it samurai showdown is that the name of it i don't know i, I believe it was but you had swords and and different uh karate apparatus i'm pretty sure it was samurai showdown kind of like ninja had, gaiden uh it was it was a street fighter 2 you know oh, okay. combat i got you. fighter um but you had the weapons and you had it had a lot of blood in that game too <laughs> I used to play it at Pizza Hut, matter of fact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they had it there in, in the later years. Uh, what else did we play a lot of? Uh, of course, well, speaking of Pizza Hut, my favorite is, and I don't care what game it's on, those sit-down consoles like they used to have at Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish I had here at home now. You know, you just pull up a chair and sit down and play on the sit-down console. Yeah. I've got an idea. I need to find one of those old consoles rip the guts out and put in like a Super Nintendo ROM uh, emulator or something in it and be able to sit there and, and, and just play that. There you That'd go. be pretty cool. That would be that would be a fun project. Another one for me that if the company Arcade 1UP is listening, I will let you sponsor our show for a month if you will send me a Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rampage so much. Just the, the mindless destroying of all those buildings and you know eating the people and and everything that goes along with rampage i just loved it and when you got three players together to just go to town and you're kind of fighting each other too to uh, that was my building you know (laughs) it was so much fun that game and i've had my eye on those cabinets that they have at walmart since they started putting those out for i think it's 300 bucks was the retail price and I've been just waiting for them to come down just a little bit more, or maybe put those on clearance. I'm going to grab a rampage one day and just set. I'm going to come home and I'm going to leave work early and set it up in the house when nobody's here and <laughs> <laughs> surprise and start playing. And, you know, I'll have to deal with the consequences later. But rampage always been one of my favorites. You got any more on well, your I list? Just- uh, well, kind of. You were just talking about earlier about being able to play a game through on one quarter and beat it. I used to love NBA Jam, but that oh. game was set up to take your money. It was. It because totally you had was. to put another quarter in for each quarter of the game you wanted to play. Yeah. But it was a yeah. good game, though. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, and then once you got the uh, the home version, you start entering all the codes, you know, to get, like, the Phoenix Gorilla and... Uh, I think you had uh, Bill Clinton and Al Gore, you know, you could get and just all those crazy codes that they built into the game and these uh, just oddball characters you could play as. Uh, I thought that was fun to me more than playing as, uh, I don't know, uh, Vladi Divots and <laughs> James Worthy, you know, and I'm a Lakers fan. And I was like, eh, give me give, give me something more fun, <laughs> some, some better players. <laughs> Well, arcade games were great. I just never had a chance to play a lot of them. Most of my video gaming came on Nintendo and Super Nintendo, you know, that you could buy once and not have to keep pumping quarters into. We'll have to go over those games on a future show, too. Yeah, definitely. So we'll go ahead and wrap this uh, little discussion. We invite you guys, whatever your favorite arcade game was, your go-to, the one that you pump the most quarters in, Give us a shout on uh, on Twitter or Facebook at TRN Social. 